Welcome on in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Front Trenches Stock Car Scoop. We are ready to roll, ready to roll, red key to roll. And that is, yes, the great voice of yours truly, Mr. Brian Timothy Delanon. I am back, everyone. And I uh, just wanted to give a shout out to everybody that mentioned me on the Twitter and the Facebook. Uh, a special shout out to uh, Rob, who uh, told me that I was a great asset to the podcast. Our, our boss, Tom, said I had to give him a special shout out. So I appreciate everybody that, uh, that that missed me this past week. And I'm refreshed, recharged, and I'm ready to go for the second half of the NASCAR season, as you can tell by the enthusiasm and excitement in my voice. Another guy that is enthusiastic and excited, I think, on this Thursday afternoon would be Adam Cheek. And Adam joins me now. Adam, it's been a couple weeks since we've talked. What's going on, brother? How you doing, buddy? And uh, what's new in your world? Uh, not a whole lot. Still working, still uh, doing stuff, uh, seeing movies, um, knocked out Fast and Furious 9, which was great. Um, I've been uh, also kind of on the same path that you are, kind of getting refreshed for the second half of the season. It was fun playing kind of tag over the past few weeks with different duos doing Stock Car Scoop. You had you and Brad about a week ago, myself and Davey, myself and Tom. And now we're back uh, as is the norm for this podcast. So I'm excited. Exactly. I love it. And uh, a norm that's going to be a little bit different in 2022 is going to be uh, a couple of driver changes from one year to another. That being a little bit of news coming out this afternoon that Austin Cendrick will be moving to the number two car next year. Harrison Burton, not Matt DiBenedetto, will be going to the number 21 car this upcoming season. Adam, just your reaction to this uh, news. We can't preview the race today without acknowledging this big, silly season uh, news. Just your reaction to these two moves. Uh, well, it was definitely huge. And I know I wasn't expecting, uh, we were expecting Austin Cindric, obviously, to be moved up to Cup next year. But directly into Penske and, and instead Harrison Burton jumps into the 21. I think Cindric's definitely ready. He's been there for four seasons. And it, well, this is his fourth full season, and he's won more than I did a little bit of research. He's won more than 10% of the races he's run in Xfinity. He's got a championship. He's proven this year in his part time cup ride that he's ready. He doesn't have great finishes, but he's been in the mix at times. You know, he was way out in front at Coda at one point uh, and ran pretty well at Daytona, was in the mix for a while until he got up, caught up in that really violent last night crash but I legitimately think he's going to be a threat to win on the road courses, of course, and definitely in contention on some of the ovals as well, despite it being his first season. As for Burton, that's I think that's an interesting choice because I'm kind of surprised that he's jumping up soon, uh, if only because while he won four races last year, he hasn't won any this year, and he's kind of lagging behind 2020, at least statistically. But considering just how kind of, he was just kind of there in his truck series, uh, in the time he spent in the truck series, just kind of there. But he's really, really improved in Xfinity, and I don't doubt he could run well with that team. Adam, let's dive into this upcoming race weekend. For more on the silly season news, so check out frontstretch.com for all the latest news and analysis on those two moves. Uh, we're heading to New Hampshire, one and only time this year in the NASCAR Cup Series. Adam, I'm just going to flat out say, who are the favorites this year to potentially end up in victory lane, holding up that lobster on Sunday afternoon? Well, New Hampshire is an interesting track, and I did a little bit of research on this as well. 
But uh, I mean, over the years, you've had these random winners. Brian Vickers in 2013 comes to mind kind of out of nowhere. But you've got guys in the field that have still racked up a bunch of wins. Of course, a lot of them coming back when we went there two times a year. You got Ryan Newman with three, Kurt Busch with three, who just won last week, Kyle Busch with three, Hamlin with three, uh, Kevin Harvick has four, and both Joey Logano and Brad Kozowski have two. So there's a lot of guys that have a lot of experience and a lot of wins at New Hampshire. Harvick has wins in back-to-back -back years in 2018 and 2019 before Brad won last year. Truex has top tens in the last six races, but still hasn't won a race there. So he's probably thinking he's due. Ryan Blaney finished in the top 10 three straight times before last year snapped that streak. So there's a lot of guys that have a lot of experience at New Hampshire that consistently, consistently do well. Denny Hamlin and Kevin Harvick with that photo finish a year or two ago. Yeah, I'm gonna go, if I had to pick three, if I'm gonna whittle it down, it's gonna be Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch, and I think I'm gonna throw Kurt Busch into the mix given his win last week, kind of propelling that Chip Ganassi racing team and CGR's general improvement the past few weeks. Hold that thought about Kurt Busch. We'll talk with him in just a little bit. Uh, Cheeks, Hendrick Motorsports, they've, they've struggled ever since there's been reports that NASCAR made them change a little bit of the, uh, well, I should say they made changes to their noses of their Chevys. If there is any truth to those rumors, should there be cause for concern for HMS? So I'd be inclined to say that, yeah, there's there's amount of, an amount of truth given the amount of places we've seen this takeaway come from. But also just because Hendrick hasn't fallen off a cliff, they've just noticeably taken a step back the past couple weeks because they're just not winning. Um, but of course, I'm not privy to this. Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny this. And Zach Sterniolo at Zach Stir, he's going to be in New Hampshire this weekend. Follow him on Twitter. He reached out to Hendrick and the request for, inter for interviews were politely declined. But that's not to say they're not still doing well because they are. So no cause for concern for sure, at least not yet. They're still a force to be reckoned with and have four incredibly talented drivers there and they all have wins and all four are in the playoffs. So I expect them to keep winning for sure. Adam, last but not least, we had a surprise winner on Sunday. Kurt Busch shocked the field and clinched his spot in the playoffs. Just what and how has that changed the bubble going forward? And then are we basically at a win or bust status for drivers on the outside looking in? Well, Kurt Busch and Chris Busch were kind of fighting for that last spot heading into Atlanta on the cut line, and Kurt just killed any reason for his team to worry with that win, obviously. Harvick is solidly above the cut line, and I highly doubt that there's going to be something drastic that happens that knocks him out of the playoffs. Tyler Reddick and Austin Dillon are also above it with a decent amount of cushion, but with a bad race or two, Chris Busch or Matt Benedetta, Ross Chastain, Bubba Wallace, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., all these guys sit at above 400 points, and within 150 points of those two RCR cars, so I think there's that outside chance. A couple bad races for RCR, someone else works their way in. Either RCR only has one car in or no cars in, barring wins for either Austin Dillon or Tyler Reddick. And again, there's some of the tracks we're gonna visit before the end of the year, unpredictable. Watkins Glen, Daytona, the Indy Road Course. Daytona, you know, Ross Chastain has won there in the Xfinity Series. Matt Benedetto came close to Talladega last year. So he's really solid at super speedways. Bubba Wallace was solid in the Daytona 500 for a while and then got taken out in that last side crash as well. Kind of just circle back to Austin Cindric that we were talking about earlier. But uh, a lot of these guys could easily go to victory lane at Daytona and make that cut line even more of a tight battle. Last but not least, Adam, who will be getting the lobster at the end of the afternoon on Sunday? I'm going to need a winner, bro. Well, I know I picked three guys earlier I had my eye on. Kevin Harvick, Kurt Busch, Kyle Busch, all these guys but I've kind of changed my mind a little bit. 
I think I'm going to go with Denny Hamlin to go to victory lane because he's come close to winning at New Hampshire a few times. He's won at New Hampshire a few times. He has the experience there. He doesn't have a win this year. Uh, and I think they definitely want to get that momentum before heading into the playoffs. So I'm going to go with the number 11 to go to victory lane and Denny to be, if he's the guy that was scared of the lobster a few years ago, if I'm remembering correctly, to once again be scared of the lobster in victory lane. I'm going to go with the guy that has won three times at this racetrack. He won in 2000 and 2003 in the NASCAR Canaan Pro Series East. And then he won in 2005 in the NASCAR, at the time it was called the Bush Series. I'm going to go with Martin Truex Jr. Does not have a win in the Cup Series at New Hampshire, but three wins at uh, the Magic Mile. I got the 19 car going to victory lane at the end of the night, Adam. Well, we both got Toyotas, we both got Gibbs cars, and like I said earlier, Truex probably thinks he's due, so I would not be surprised for sure to see him up running up front late. For all the latest on the races at New Hampshire at Front Stretch, Zach Sterniello on site will be get, providing analysis and information at Zach Stur, at Zach, Z-A-C-H-S-U-R, at Adam in cheek, and then at the Brian Old. Adam's a pleasure, buddy. Let's recap on Sunday evening, man. Yeah, I'll see you then. Sounds good. I'm looking forward to the race. Adam Cheek, Associate Editor, Lead Reporter for FrontStretch.com, joins the program once again at Adam in Cheek. And for all the latest, once again, FrontStretch.com. From Adam, I am Brian Olin. And for everybody at FrontStretch, stay healthy and stay safe. We'll talk with you on Sunday.